Welcome back to the Speech Coaching Tip of the Week. I'm Ethan Becker, Senior Speech Coach with the Speech Improvement Company in Boston, where we've been helping people communicate more comfortably and more effectively since 1964. And each week I'm coming to you online with a speech coaching tip. This week's tip revolves around the performance review. It reads as follows. Dear Ethan, how can I improve my performance review critique? It seems that every time I give a performance review, my staff end up getting frustrated and they dread these reviews. Not only do they not motivate, but they cause people to shut down and become more distant to me. I hate doing these. From your experience, do you have any suggestions or tips that would help these become more bearable? <laughs> okay. Now, the sentiment and the tone in your email is not unfamiliar to me. Uh, I appreciate the question, and I have seen many performance reviews, and I know a lot of different systems are, that are out there, and I know that it can be a very difficult and challenging and uncomfortable experience. The good news is that it doesn't have to be. I'm going to share with you two communication tips that will ensure that your performance reviews are both productive and enjoyable. Tip number one, communicate often. Now, this is an easy thing to understand. It's not always an easy thing to do because it means that you need to be thinking about that performance review and the performance review system that you're using frequently and communicate frequently with your employee. Don't wait until the very end of the quarter or the deadline that HR has set for you to turn in your reports. See, what happens is many, many managers will wait until it's too late and they'll wait to the last month or the last week. I've, sp I've spoken with folks who waited to the last day before they think about what they're going to say and communicate to their employee. And then they come up with a whole list of all the things that that employee needs to work on. And they fill it out in the report. And then the employee comes in and they talk with them. And the employee is shocked, surprised, and, and wondering why their manager has forgotten all of the wonderful good deeds they've done over the past year. Well, no wonder the manager's thinking about the past month. <laughs> so it's important not only to just keep good notes, but to communicate often with your employee. This way, when it comes time for the review, there are no surprises. So what you want to do is a month or two before the actual deadline, get together with your employee and sit down and go through the concerns that you have, the areas you would like to see them strengthen. And then you tell them, you say, well, uh, Tim, listen, you know, next month we're going to be doing our performance review. And these are a couple of the concerns that I wanted to bring up now so that you have time to work on them before the review next month. See, this way when the review comes, it won't come as a surprise to Tim that you had been thinking about these particular things. And then check in with him along the way. Now, if you're Tim, <laughs> as you've heard in some of my other tips, check in with your manager along the way. Make sure that, that the corrections you're making in your behavior are to the satisfaction of your manager or you're moving in the right direction. There should be no surprises, and you can avoid those surprises by communicating often. Tip number two, communicate your information strategically. 
Don't wing it. This is an important meeting. These types of conversations that you're having with your employees are important business communications. Don't wing it. Sit down, write out what you're going to say. Maybe not word for word, at least outline it. Jot, get the general idea of how you will organize your thoughts. If you're expressing concerns, how will you express those concerns? Be specific. Now, a common strategy is to focus on the positives first. To give you an idea, if, you're, if you have a one-hour meeting, we'll spend the first half an hour just talking about the strengths. Talk about it. Discuss it. See how they felt about it. Let them know that you know they did a good job, that they were being effective. It was behavior that was and that is encouraged, that you'd like to see more of. Take a good half of that meeting to spend on the positives. Once you feel that you have covered the positive behaviors that you'd like to reinforce and encourage that employee to continue doing, then you can switch to constructive feedback. Now, notice I didn't say negative feedback. I said constructive feedback. This is an opportunity for you as a manager to bring to the attention of that employee the areas you would like to see them strengthen. So organize your communication. Be strategic about it. This is an important one. Take the time needed to put your thoughts together. Now, if as you're hearing this and thinking about your performance reviews that you're involved with, either your own that you're receiving or that you're giving, if as you hear this, you're thinking to yourself, boy, performance reviews are really a waste of time. Well, let me share with you that you're not alone. A lot of people feel that they're a waste of time. Quite frankly, they are. When they're done poorly, not only are they a waste of time, they are damaging to business. So take the time to do them well. When you use the system that your company has chosen for you, when you use it well, when you, when you look at the intent of how it is supposed to work and what it is supposed to do, it really does work well. And if you're feeling that that's going to take too much of your time, well, here's a sentiment for you. Welcome to management. When you're managing people, well, this is a part of that process. It really does help when an employee knows that these behaviors are encouraged and rewarded and these behaviors we'd like to see strengthened and move into different directions. Of course, what makes all the difference is how you communicate that. And that is where these two communication tips come into place. Communicate often and communicate strategically. If you need help with this, well, ask for it. Find a colleague that you trust. Find uh, maybe your own manager, perhaps. Sit down and ask him if he wouldn't mind practicing the conversations that you're going to have with you. Uh, it's not considered slacking off on the job. It is the job to be that prepared so that you can be effective when you actually have the communications. If you can't find someone around your office, call me. This is what I do for a living. This is what we do as speech coaches. I help train new managers around the world all the time, and I am telling you, this is part of the job. So feel comfortable doing it. Feel comfortable taking the time, investing the time to do it well. Okay, that's it for this week's speech coaching tip of the week. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like me to address 
for the tip of the week or in private, you can email it to me at Ethan, E-T-H-A-N, at speechimprovement.com. And you can visit us online at www.speechimprovement.com. Until next time, thanks for listening, and bye for now.